This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to This Week in ITFC History. I don't believe it's that it's our second show already. I know, he's let us back on again, oh, Ben has. I, 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 can't, I can't believe it, I can't believe it. And it's, anarchy will reign after this show, after yeah. this week's show. My name is David Diamond and I'll be here each and every week alongside the man of a million spreadsheets, author of IpswichTownStats.com and top ITFC historian, it is none other than the Renegade Statman. We'll be looking at the names, games, wins, draws and losses that occurred this week in Ipswich Town history. Um, Statman, how's it going? Brilliant. Yeah, good. great stuff. We yeah. got some good feedback from last week's show. No, that was, that was very, very positive stuff. Very, I think no, we got was, one. My, my mum thought it was great. <laughs> Yeah, my lad Jordan thought it was crap, but my yeah. youngest lad thought it was great. Yeah, so was you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. If you're looking, you know, to <laughs> to go to sleep and you got any problems like that, then listen to to last week. But yeah, we've been we've been letting again with we've another been, eclectic let, mix let, let of <laughs> games from ITFC history. In that in that proper, and this is a ladies and gents out there. This is a proper recording bunker. I've got to say. Um, just before we get started, once again, um, this is part of the Blue Monday network of podcasts. So please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you. I managed to pick up your podcast and tweet us your memories, good or bad, to at Blue Monday ITFC. So, Statman, what have we got this week? Well, I remember last week I said it was a bit difficult. We only had 11 games to, <laughs> to, to pick from. But um, now as we're moving into to the seasons, we're looking between the, the 9th and 15th of August. It was, um, in one way, I want to kind of say difficult, but it wasn't difficult to pick the games. It was difficult to actually just pick three or four that we we're going to speak about this week. But please tune in next year where you'll be able to hear the 9th to the 15th again <laughs> yeah. with, I mean, with some different games. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure probably I'd have thought the 9th to the 15th of August perhaps would have had the greatest concentration of games in, in that early season period. You yeah, know, definitely. For, you know, well, I think, you know, and also moving uh, to like the, the following week... Um, I think you know there's going to get more games because certainly some of the games started later in the season. You still think we're still looking between the ninth and fifteenth. And when I was younger, I remember you know the football season kicking off twenty second, twenty fifth of, oh, Christ. of August. Yeah, 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 and sometimes brought forward because perhaps World Cups. Although back in the seventies, England didn't really appear in that many. No. But yeah, I remember you know kicking perhaps seasons kicking off, um, kicking off because of that reason. Anyway, stat. Where are we going? First up, where are we this well, week? Well, I'm going to press the button on the the stat time machine and take us <laughs> back to uh, the 12th of August, 1972. Wow! Um, Bobby Robson was the manager. Yeah. Ipswich were in Division One. Yeah. And we decided to start the season. Well, we didn't decide the football. You know, but we, we didn't, didn't. decide. Yeah. <laughs> the, the football fixture machine <laughs> decided we that pick. we were going to be away to Manchester United. Oh my God! Yeah, this yeah. is a game. Crikey. Starting the season. Um, one of the most notable things, there's lots of stories here, but it was the debut for 
Kevin Beatty. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, season before last one, I did uh, a top 10 Ipswich players. Um, yeah, he's comfortably the best player I've ever seen in an Ipswich shirt, and I think ever ever likely to. He had a really, I know this isn't about Kevin Beatty, but thinking about, I was thinking about this, and he had a real ultimately short career because I mean he's virtually ever present for one two three maybe four seasons and started picking up these knee injuries and barely played but uh, just for me easily the best and, and no I don't think there's any surprise that he comes out time and time again top of all these polls of best ever player now you know that I've, I've done a few polls on Twitter and stuff like that but I, I do yeah. find that obviously with, with Twitter you've got a different age group but I, I wonder if I did that on there and you put him up against someone like Matt Holland or whatever, that the, the younger generation... No, well, they wouldn't have seen it. No. Yeah, they, you see clips, and, and not that many clips. Right? You've got his goal against Scotland, you know, when, when I think he was probably end of 74, 75, at the peak of his powers. But, yeah, you, you couldn't appreciate that. You just Famously you scored from the halfway line, didn't he, against, against Leeds? Leeds yeah. yeah, and he, I think well, I think one of his last goals was the season, the um, UEFA Cup season against Bohemians. Remember the free kick? Yeah. He sort of came on a sub and, like, roared it in the top corner from about 30... I, Mate, I, honestly, I read the other day or whenever it was that I, I think he kind of intimated, you know, about with his knee injuries and stuff like that. That actually, you know, he he played with these injections. He wasn't, and, he wasn't properly looked, you know, after. and he wasn't looked no. after well. And um, you know, again, we you know we spoke about John Walk last week. Um, yeah. You know, and again, Kevin Beatty's up there with a <laughs> with legend status. But yeah, back to yeah, sorry, yeah, well, I talk, talk all night about, um, about that. You know, yeah. it, we were against a United team that um, included, and this sorry, stat, this yeah. was the first game of uh, this first season. game yeah, of the yeah, season, yeah. yeah. Um, George Best, Bobby Charlton, Brian Kigg, the ho- kid. the ho- the Holy Trinity, Best yeah. Law and Best Law and Charlton, yeah. the Holy the Holy Dennis Trinity, Law in there My as well. God. I think I think I read that Best came out of I think he came out of retirement a few times in his career, but I think he he kind of came back for this game and you know fifty one and a half thousand people at Old Trafford then, which was. <laughs> You know, a, a, oh, that was probably capacity for them then. Um, I think perhaps Frank O'Farrell may have been manager. He, he was manager of them roundabout. Don't quite think it had been Doherty yet. I don't think possibly, but I'm not. I'm not really sure. Seventy-two, seventy-three. I think it might be a bit. A couple of seasons too early for, for Doherty. Doherty maybe, I think it was yeah. Frank O'Farrell yeah. who, who, um, interestingly enough, turned down the Ipswich job when Robson got it. That's right. Preferred yeah. to stay at Torquay or somewhere yeah. like that. But, Feel free to correct us when you listen to oh, this. Oh, it absolutely. is Tommy Doherty. Yeah, we don't, we don't mind. <laughs> no. we, we've, we've got some notes here, but we don't remember everything off the top no. of our head. But yeah, eighth minute, Trevor Weimark sticks town, you know, 1 0 up. Um, you know, what I remember stat about this season, I was, oh, give me age away, but yeah, I was age, so I can remember this season that I think um, this was the start of the Robson, the really first great season. This was the season where I think we finished fourth. Or, so, well, this is the first season we finished high enough in the league to qualify for the UEFA yeah, Cup, yeah. very first season. And players like um, Weimark was coming through as a youngster, um, obviously Beattie, Beattie came through, and subsequently a little way into that season we signed the David Johnson the first. Yeah. Yeah, super. David Johnson the first, yeah, I like that. I, I, I referred to him <laughs> later in this pod as uh, David Johnson, uh, another one, David Johnson Mark two, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, to to go to Old Trafford and you know take the lead after uh, you know eight minutes, and you know, Town were quite comfortable in that game and, and added a, a, a second in on the eighty fourth minute. Well, I remember seeing that. Um, I've seen that on YouTube. Brian yeah. Volley, Brian Hamilton, yeah, fantastic Brilliant goal from strike. Hamilton. Yeah. And um, Dennis Law pulled one back, for, you know, just right towards the end in the 88th minute. But there was, there was, there was a little bit of controversy in that game because, um, like I said, Bobby Charlton started, and I think you know th- that was the start of the end for him at Old Trafford. And he was substituted in the second half for Buchan or, or McElroy. I can't remember yeah. one of the one of the two, and and that substitution happened, and he went off to 
you know, the fans were booing the substitution because they didn't want him to go off. Well, that was that was certainly, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, that was certainly his his last season, and certainly that the Man United side that was what four years after they'd won the European Cup and very much very much on the wane. And I think the next season, seventy three, seventy four, at the end of that was when they got relegated. And of course, by that time, Dennis Law had gone to Man City yeah. and scored the famous back heel. To send them down exactly, so they were very much on the wane. But but what a um, what a great result! And um, what also I remember about that, I, I went to the very next game, which was Beatty's home de- Beatty's home debut all yeah. around Beatty. But next game, which was incidentally was at home, and we won't because we may well cover this. Was at home to Norwich, and it happens it was um, Norwich's very f- only their second game in the top level of English yeah. football. And where are they now? Oh, where, yeah. where languishing with us, aren't they? Languishing. So, but, who, who would be your your, your favourite? I mean, you know, was it just mentioning those players of best, Charlton and, and Law. Who who was your favourite? I mean, best. Oh, geez, George yeah. Best was genius, wasn't he? I mean, there was a great documentary on about him only a couple of weeks ago on BBC Two. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's one I, I think it was new, one I hadn't seen before. Just, just. Again, he he suffered, and I know it's been spoken about so much. But you know, genius, you speak about genius, but he suffered because really football, certainly British football's first superstar, really wasn't yeah. he? And and in the public eye, and certainly he didn't. Or if he did have an agent, I know he did a lot for him. You know, he just, you know, just couldn't cope with it. But the famous saying when he was found in was it in bed with. Miss World or something in the was it reporter said where did it where did it all go wrong? It's yours? Right. I mean, but he sums it yeah. up. I mean, yeah. what he's just brilliant. And you see some of the goals and and you know left foot, right foot, and apparently what about best so um, so short, you know, nothing on him, but but brave and tough as well. Like all these great all these great players. Yeah, George Best, I, hundred I, million in. In the modern oh, market, do you think? Price it easily, wouldn't he? Blimey, I mean, yeah. Who would you, who would you compare? Well, Ronaldo would probably yeah, be the closest. Yeah. Well, Ronaldo and Messi would probably be the exactly, closest yeah, in yeah, Europe. Yeah. Um, certainly nothing like him in British football now, is it? But, Just, huh, still, still lost against us on the opening day. Oh, well, yeah, season. yeah. We and I'm sure, and I'm, and I'm sure pretty much that season, which we might well come to, I'm sure we did a, we thumped them at home as well. I thought, I think we did a, a double over them. Um, yeah, no, a season, remember, uh, I remember as, as, you know, fondly as, you know, the really the first great breakthrough season, like I said, for Robson and all these young players like, okay, Johnson was bought, but Johnson, um, you know, Weimark, Beatty, all these players coming through, um, I think later on that season, maybe just perhaps a season later, George Burley as well, um, you know, the, um, you know, our, uh, you know, comp- Robson's confidence in youth and just bringing yeah. these young players through, brilliant. It certainly was a great time to watch town. Cool. Anyway, I'm going to press a button. Let's fly off to the 13th. We haven't got a button. I've just decided to add that in. Oh, I like um, it. Yeah, 13th of August. Flux, no, we, was it? Flux we need to have yeah, some of the these future. noises and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> ben, if Ben, you could add those in later. Yeah, add them in, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 13th of August, 1997. It'll be a quick stop here. Um, can, I, can I just stop you quickly, yeah. just for Ben, who was manager? Uh, what, who was, oh, George Burley. Yeah, there you go, Ben. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. George Burley, yeah. So it's the 13th of August, 1997, and um, it's a League Cup game that we're going to talk about. And it was the first round, first leg, and we were away to Charlton. And if you were one of the 6,500 fans that were there, then you, you saw a little bit of history. Town won Come 1-0 on. in that game. Yeah. Um, and uh, they followed the previous game. They'd played away to QPR, a very, very hot day. I remember being at Loftus Road, I think it was. 0-0? Yeah, 0-0. Holland, yeah. I think was it could have been his... Yeah, debut. guess yeah. it would. It would have been. Yeah. And um, anyway, so uh, there was a new law which was introduced or kind of reinforced. I always thought it was within the game. 
and the the Charlton goalie had held the ball, held on to the ball for for six seconds. So an indirect free kick was given in the penalty oh, area. Right. First time it happened in in British football, obviously very early in in that season. Yeah. Um, Mason thought, who shall I who shall I tap the ball to? And quite clearly, Mark Venus and his left foot there was the person. Again, I, yeah, thunder bastard. Yeah, and yeah, I think I, I think it's one of the first times when you've seen all of the defenders kind of lined up on the line. You know, because <laughs> yeah, they were all yeah. there. You know, they, they yeah. couldn't get any further ten yards back. And you know, he like 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 you said, just whacked it into the back of the net. Town won one nil. Um, interestingly, Andy Pettersson was the goalkeeper for for Charlton, who, who obviously did play for Town. Yeah, well, I tell you what, I remember about Andy Pettersson. Um, he was a weird one because I think he, he was one of these well, one of these players. He had t- he, he played twice for Town, um, three years apart, three seasons apart. I think yeah. I've got that right. Uh, the first season he, he he played for us was right at the end of ninety two ninety three. So the first. Premier First, League yeah. season, okay. Because we started off well in that season, didn't we? but then we kind of fell oh, apart a little bit, and we went into that last game. Norwich, uh, it was Forest at home. Uh, with Norwich, we we beat three one, and right. I think we then felt that we were up. But that, that pretty much, yeah. That last game, school. if results had gone against us, we could we could have got relegated, and, and we we beat Forest two one. All I remember about that season, we were brilliant around Christmas, and we drew loads. We were hardly beaten, and yeah. we drew loads of games, but winning games. And we had that brilliant week where and perhaps. We'll get to this, but not it won't obviously be yet. So I can talk yeah. a bit about it now. Where we beat Spurs and Man U, and Yallop scored. I think he's only virtually he's only two goals for the club. Yeah, two about great four, goals oh, as well. God. And then after that, barely won a game. We just yeah. went on this horrific run. And I think you're right. We needed that sort of win against Norwich to virtually, and there was only like a couple of games to go. Yeah, to there virtually was, yeah. confirm. For, um, for me, th- this game also. Um, or the game that we're talking about, Andy Sorry, Pettersson. Yeah, yeah we're talking about that Forest game. Um, <laughs> yeah, sp- uh, special memories for me because that, that was actually Roy Keane's uh, last game um, at, at Forest. Oh right, I think it was also it could have been Brian Clough's last game as Forest manager. Yeah, did he not retire after that? Yeah, because they got right. they got relegated. Yeah, and I remember there was a little pitch invasion because we had mathematically stayed up at that point, and oh, yeah. everybody was quite keen to get to to Brian and, and Nigel Clough. And next thing. Just sort of trotting off the pitch was Roy Keane. So I, think, I still um, remember Milt's might have scored that. Simon Milton might have scored that day. I can't, I can't quite remember. But yeah, yeah, I, I sort of, I do remember the game. I remember Clough's last game, and clearly what yeah. you all remember about Clough is a green, green sweat, exactly, red, red yeah. nose, green sweatshirt, sweat, and, and a bunch of flowers or something like that. <laughs> it was like an old Morrissey. Oh man, loved him. Loved but anyway, him, so we, we kind of went off on a bit of a tangent. Yeah, yeah sorry. So, and and Back his, to other, his, his other game, oh, yeah. Andy Peterson, must have been a. a would you say about three years later? I think it was ninety five, ninety six. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not sure whether he was still at Charlton. I think he may someone out there, no doubt, or correct us. I yeah. think he may have come on loan from Luton, maybe something like that. There you go. So that was a, a little bit of history that that town created. So then we're going off to the fourteenth of August now, nineteen ninety three. John Lyle was the manager. Okay, we were in the heady heights of the the Premier League. Yeah, and we were finding our way off to Boundary Park, where we were going to play God, Joe man. Royal's Oldham Athletic. BFJ, yeah, Oldham. Blimey. Game had a little bit of spice because we had just signed um, Ian Marshall from Oldham five days before for seven hundred and fifty thousand. He was a player for us. Wasn't yeah, he? I mean, goals he scored, and and this was one one of the reasons I remember this was because, well, you might you might remember this as well. He, I think, he came to us. He had a bust up with Royal, who I think what didn't play centre back. That's right. Yeah, centre half he did, and um, he saw himself as a as a as a forward. Um, to be honest with you, sometimes he did play like a centre half playing up playing up front when you got that desperate last minute to stick your centre half up there and, and nick us something. But yeah, so he 
He he signed just quickly. I know, I I don't know if you were there. I went to one of these meet the player evenings <clears throat> a couple of years ago yeah. at the Dove, and he tells do you know this story, the funniest story, and when he's set up with this heart monitor. Right, okay. Have you, have you heard this story? No, uh, not Man, at the moment. It's the, it's Go the ahead and tell me. He, it, yeah. he, he was yeah. at Blackpool and he was set up with his heart monitor. And I think he'd been injured and Allardyce, was it Bolton? Could have been Bolton or Blackpool. I can't remember anyway. Not important. But Allardyce was his manager. Yeah. And he sent him home with his, um, he was injured, getting over injury. He said, don't bother coming into him. Just take this heart monitor and, you know, you go out on these runs. And, and he fitted the heart monitor to his dog. <laughs> <laughs> And it was just a funny the reading, you know, when he obviously took it back in it, you know. Yeah, and, and it, it was just, just yeah. the, but the way he tells the story, Scouse, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant story, one of and, the best stories ever. You know, a, a great sign. I mean, yeah. another thing is, you know, if we look back twenty four years, we, you know, we were buying players for seven hundred and fifty thousand yeah. pounds. Yeah, um, not a lot's changed really. Um, but another player who made his debut on that game in that game was uh, Paul Mason, who yeah, signed from gold, didn't he? Aberdeen, yeah. <laughs> Great player, Tricky. and you know the interesting thing was that Mason opened the scoring for us, scored in his debut. Yeah, um, soon followed by um, Ian Marshall. And what I always remember about this is that yeah, Ian Marshall were clearly you know making a point, and you, we can all picture it in our head now. Different players who, who want to make a point to the manager, and he's kind of running, pushing the the, the town players away from him because he doesn't want them to slow him down or anything, and he wants to get to Joe Royal and runs past wagging his finger. Yeah, he doesn't give him the finger; he just wags, yeah, gives yeah. him a, a, a wag, doesn't he? Yeah, I can remember that mullet trailing in the wind. Yeah, fantastic. And the the, the third goal was scored by Steve Palmer. Blimey, Phil Whelan. We yeah. spoke about Phil yeah. Whelan, didn't we? Um, another academic, wasn't he? Steve Palmer, I think. Was at Cambridge University. I think, I think he, was. he came from, yeah, and then ended up at, went to Watford. Played yeah, decent Watford career, for a long time, decent career, yeah. and again, you know, I think he won, you know, certainly won players at a player a year and stuff at, yeah. at Watford. Had a half decent career. Can't remember quite whether he even ended up at Watford. But I want to say he probably played in excess of probably 150 games at Watford. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good career, yeah. really good career. And I, mean, I can't, you know, all that. What I remember about him, I don't know about you, your memories of him, so fairly all action. Sort of midfield player, box, yeah. box to box, but got around the pitch quite well, quite energetic. Not, not, not the blessed with them. I wouldn't say agricultural you know, player, but a little bit. Not, yeah. not a Magilton like put his foot on the ball and pick a forty-yard pass. But yeah, useful. Yeah, again, we, we spoke last week about <laughs> no, another Mick McCarthy player, <laughs> definitely. Um, but you know, one of the things that happened this week was that you know, Jason Dazell had just before you know a few player. days before the game had been sold to, yeah. to Spurs. Yeah. Was it two? Two million, two point yeah, two million. Good money for him. And it, it, tell you what, you were spoken about it before about Myanmar and players. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, fans being divided over players. Crikey, I know several Spurs yeah. fans of that era. You know, still now talk about Dazelle, and there was a real split there. Well, you know, some loved him because he was, but some just say bloody lazy, bloody rubbish. You know, but I just I thought he was brilliant. Dazelle, languid style. Oh, wait, oh, what I like about so players like Dazelle. Always very aware, always had time on the ball, you know, but just, you know, he had that languid sort of rolled shoulder style, but I thought he was a great player. Yeah, lo- loved him, and you think, of, you know, yeah. he gave us m- many, many memories, and obviously the youngest ever goal scorer for, still, for, still for, for 16 years and still 57 holds. days. And, and, and in a way, I can see Andre's son, I can see yeah. a lot of his dad in him the other way. He's always looking around, always got time to, seemingly, when yeah. you see, always got time to play. And Andre, like his dad, Jason, isn't a Mick McCarthy player. No, no, sadly, no, no. no. We'll, well, we'll see. The, the frustrating how the thing about unfolds. when when Dazelle went to Tottenham was that I think he declared that he'd always been a, a, a Tottenham fan. 
As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you. And are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITFC match program each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And after that, which was, you know, an absolute disgrace, because we all knew he was an Ipswich fan. Boy, yeah. And then, obviously, when they, they came back and played us... Did he not score? Yeah, he scored at, the, like, a and late equaliser, about 86th minute. He, like large, he, scored, he gave it large, didn't he? He went full-on Marco Tardelli in the World Cup, you know, and I just <laughs> think... It, you know, funny guy, but you know he, he did come back again. But what I remember, maybe that season, maybe a season later, we he also played for Spurs in the cup, and we absolutely smashed him about three nil. And I think, yeah, he, fans remember that, and he was getting some. Uh, I think he got he copped some grief over that. But that was a great. What I, what I remember about that season is um, a brilliant start. I think we won't again. We won't go into too much detail for future weeks, but I'm sure th- we won our first three games. Didn't concede yeah. a goal. And um, must have been top. Virtually. Well, I, I know what we're going to talk about next week. Um, I've already, I've already looked at that, so we yeah. won't talk about those games. Don't talk uh, about they, they, well, we won't talk about them next week, so we can mention them a little bit now. There was, uh, I think we beat Southampton and and Chelsea. Southampton, Chelsea, and I think I was at the very first game we lost painfully was an evening game away. We lost one nil to Norwich, and I think it was Jeremy Goss scored for them. I hate Jeremy Goss. So did I. We yeah. scored that goal. They keep harping on about yeah. against participants. Yeah, Christ. I mean, the important thing about this match was that you know that we we bought two players 750,000 for Marshall I think it was around 400 grand for so. for Paul Mason we, we we spoke about earlier about that game when we played Forest and we sent Forest down at the end of uh, 92-93 and you know we we did struggle towards the end of that season it was important to get off to a, to a good start and you know buying two players both scoring on their debut and stuff it was Fantastic. Again, memories about that season, ninety three, ninety four. We went in a free fall again, and I think that was was that not the season where Brian last kick of the game, um, Brian Steen scored at, at for uh, at Chelsea, Chelsea against Sheffield United to keep yeah. us up. We, yeah. We'd 
apparently worst ever game of football. We'd had a, like eleven men behind the ball against Blackburn, hadn't we? I always remember. I went up to that game. I always remember <laughs> it. We had that iconic sort of red away Fisons, yes. I think it was, with like a little candy bit of stripe. pinstripe. Yeah, candy, candy stripe. stripe. Yeah, yeah, I like candy stripe. That's that's better. Yeah, yeah. And um, I remember, um, you know, in those days, you didn't have, you know mobile phones, smartphones or things like that. You just kind of had to re- rely on what I believe the older generation called the wireless. Wireless. Uh, and Crystal, um, crystal headset. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and if you if you went there with a little radio, everybody loved you. You know, what, what's the score, mate? You know, what, what has, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. And I remember this guy behind me had a radio and I could hear... Oh, him, we were down. Yeah. We and got. he was like, hang on a minute. Oh, and he was talking. He was trying to... And he was listening to the radio and talking at the same time. And he kind of shouted out that, you know, Chelsea had scored and Sheffield United were going down. And all hell broke loose in the away end at that point. And I remember after going down for probably a, a few uh, rows of steps that I, I picked up my um, picked up my shoe. No, picked up, <laughs> oh, I've ruined the story now. I, I, no, yeah, I picked up my shoe and I had the guy's radio and he had my shoe. It was all very, very strange. It was just that, that kind was of... Was he holding your shoe to his ear? Yeah, Or were you trying to been, get yeah. radio on yeah. your foot? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> he... Um... Yeah, I mean that, that that was an odd season because I say we we uh, yeah we stayed up at, you know right at the end of the season and given what happened the season after it would almost have been better if we'd gone down that season we'd yeah. have had the uh, and it was an embarrassing season but I'm sure latter day latterly we'll get onto that in another few a week or so we'll touch on that but, but a, anyway a, a little mention in that game we mentioned him before but you know big fat Joe and and what he did at Oldham was was fantastic <laughs> you know was, yeah cup, again one of the league cup things. finals cup yeah. semi finals. You know, I would say robbed. Yeah. yeah, brilliant goal by Mark Hughes to stop them getting to the cup final. Yeah. Ridiculous volleys and stuff. Didn't they have an artificial pitch for a while as well and stuff like that? Yeah, and I always yeah. remember some guy called Frank Bunn scoring five. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, League Cup. Yeah. yeah. So welcome to the Oldham podcast. Oh, Ben's um, Ben's got a very soft spot for for Joe Rules Oldham. Yeah. Oh, he, he'll go through and name that whole Hallworth Millie. Oh, he'll go through and name the whole. I team. can imagine now that Ben's sitting at home, his little tails wagging and stuff <laughs> like that. We, we, we were mentioning that. <laughs> he loves all that. Any anything else for us this week? Yeah, let, let's go to um, just uh, the year before, fifteenth uh, oh. of August, nineteen ninety-two. Uh, first year in the Premier League after we won oh, the first. you know won Division Two. Well, first. First Premier League, yeah, first, yeah, pre- first, yeah. first Premier League season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were at home to Aston Villa, first all-seater game at Portman Road, and we had what sort of attendance for that game? I think we were around about twenty-two thousand. So uh, for that game, we got sixteen thousand eight hundred, okay. which you would you would kind of hope that you know you've won Division Two, you're the champions, yeah. you're in the Premier League. Clearly, was being hyped up at that point. Oh yeah, um, a walkie, alive and kicking. Remember? Yeah, I remember. It. Yeah. I think Walkie's bit wasn't he there on on like the arm, some arm machine or something resistant. <laughs> I think he was, in the, he was yeah. Yeah, pushing weights, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, we yeah. we had that iconic shoelace. Um, oh, the Fison's kit. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the, the little collar and the. They were the selling white that not so long. Uh, I'm gonna say a couple of seasons ago, selling that maybe be now retro. In uh, you could buy like the retro Kiwamia Milton or yeah. whoever. Genchev was there as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, oh, Boncho, don't 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 start me. Another great and, player. Well, there, there are a few other things. So the, the referee was um, one of my favourites, Alf Books, um, oh, who yeah. refereed us quite quite a few times and always seemed to. Have a little bit of a soft spot for us. Seemed <laughs> to send off other players or give, give us goals, and it was the first time that the referees were allowed to wear um, anything, you know, that, that, yeah, well, not anything, but you know, not a non-black shirt. And Premier League, came out, Premier League razzmatazz. Yeah, a little green, a, a little green number. He he Remember ran onto it. the pitch for. Remember him. And also, you could now name three substitutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, of which one had to be a had to be a goalkeeper. Um, 
we only made uh, there's only one debut for that game, and you think you know going into the Premier now if you, if you leave the Championship into the into the Premier League, oh, five. you know. Minimum. You're changing a yeah. lot of your team. Yeah, but no, yeah, we yeah. only Who made one and we brought in Grant Williams. Yeah, he was a good... He was an under... I'd say... Derby Kane, wasn't think, it? Yeah, Derby. Good money, 650. Yeah. I yeah, reckon that's at the right, time. Yeah. Good player. Good yeah. player. Ultimately, um, ultimately took took us right the way through three or four seasons and ultimately stepped down when Dyer stepped up. That's right, yeah. And I, I would hope at some point in the future we might talk about that that game when he scored that infamous goal from the from the halfway line at, at Elm Park. We beat Reading, I think, four one, and he you know, one of his very few yeah, goals. Messi esque. He'd have fitted in our midfield brilliantly. Oh, now, because he doubt, never yeah. scored a goal. Did he? Very, yeah. very rarely scored a goal. But great again. Yeah. One of these players got amongst got amongst players got around the pitch. To quite be fair well. though, Cole Skews Tiger-ish. did make him look prolific. I think in his, <laughs> his, his goal scoring. So um, we're doing all this for Ben. Ben's going to love all this. Yeah, sorry. Uh, John Walk was. Uh, a I was still playing for us, and he went as a sweeper. Yeah, so yeah. you know, Lyle had clearly add it up there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know, there were. There, I think there was a change at that point. Sweepers had kind of come in, and people were looking at that, and and, and he was ideal. And um, we took the lead. A great goal from from Gavin Johnson. Took the ball about thirty yards out. I think right footed shot past great Nigel strike, Nigel yeah. Spinks, who was a Nigel Spink, great keeper. Um, uh, yeah, European. Um, what? Crikey, where are we? Ten, he must have been a Villa a long time. Ten years before European yeah, Cup winner. That's right, yeah. Replaced um, Rimmer, Jimmy Rimmer. Jimmy yeah, Rimmer, yeah. Jimmy Rimmer. They, um, Johnson was a good player, wasn't he? He scored some great goals. Yeah, he scored really it. good goals. And yeah, that was it, right for us. He's swinger, wasn't it? That yeah. Was great he, strike. We all, we all know that he's, he's great. Well, actually, we were talking about great goals. When we were talking about um, you know Oxford away. He scored that equaliser yeah, the season before. But it's got to be that header against <laughs> Liverpool, you know. I was at the game, but I still get uh, the hairs on the back of my neck will stand up when I watch it on TV and you've got Andy Gray saying, pick that one out. As he I've got to say, it. I mean, they had a, one of the greatest crosses. Steve Whitten, was it? Uh, uh, yeah, at yeah. pace, running with yeah. the ball, I think I've ever seen. Brilliant. What a yeah. cross. What a cross. So back to this game and um, Jason Dizel, um he didn't have a pre-season for whatever reason. When I had a look back at that, I'm not, not quite sure okay. why, why he didn't. Um, so he, he was subbed after... 69 minutes, yeah. and, and that's where the wheels kind of fell off a little bit. Um, Eddie Yowds replaced him. Eddie Yowds. Um, always, if whenever I think of the word Yowds, I always think of injury because he he yeah. seemed to didn't think, he get injured on his debut or something. I believe he did. Yeah, yeah, I think he was a fringe player at Everton. We got him from Everton. Yeah, that's right, a bit of a yeah. fringe player, and, and I believe we got him from Everton. He was pretty much a fringe player in Everton's glory years. I'm talking, you know, like mid eighties. I'm pretty yeah. sure he was perhaps a young player coming through there, never quite cut it at, at Everton. And I think you're right. And I want to say this is me with stupid memory. Yeah. First game may have been something like Derby away, and he picked up an injury. Yeah, and yeah, he never quite. He came back sporadically. Didn't Derby. He? I want to say Bradford. But oh, oh, okay. we're, we're, both, we're both wrong. Yeah, and probably we'll, both we'll, wrong. We'll, we'll, we'll correct. But this sporadically, one. he'd come yeah. back. Um, all I remember about him is thinking that he'd scored the brilliant winner against um, last minute winner against Norwich when it was a Mexican. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he was standing there in the in the penalty area, like doing the celebration. But I remember that. That game when the ball came across, it was so difficult to tell. But you know, Megson on his knees, hands in his head, yeah. kind of gave it away. That was an own goal. But yeah, with with Dizel going off in that game, it was it made a real change. And then Ray Houghton kind of stepped up, and he was a great player. Yeah. Ray Houghton, you know, yeah. played Liverpool and yeah. and Ireland and stuff like that. He commanded the game from then on, and and returned an Ipswich player. God rest his soul as well. Dalian Atkinson oh, equalised. Yeah, um, and I think. One of the the pitches that you often see with Dalian Atkinson when, when he scored that goal, I think it was in the against 
in the churchman's goal, he kind of runs towards the the Villa fans, and he's got his little finger out. Yeah, like, he had a good celebration. He, yeah. um, what I remember about that goal it was a very Undalian Atkinson like scrambly tapping goal, yeah. wasn't it? You know, because we all know some of the goals. He I think scored. Eddie Yanes made a mistake, and he sort of yeah. capitalised on that. I can vaguely yeah. remember that baking hot day. I can, I can remember. I still want that. to say that I think someone like Cyril Regis came on for Villa in that game. Bloody hell! Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, 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 he was there for a the time. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Yeah, I mean, they, again, they'd have had half decent. I mean, we always spoke about Spink and yeah. obviously Howard. I mean, that's a decent, decent side. Saunders would have been there then. Yeah, Kevin. Oh, I can't remember his name. Had a, had a Tash midfielder, good player. It will come to me tonight, but it's a bit late for this podcast. So let's okay. move on, shall we? Go on, move so on. We're, so we're going to move on to notable birthdays. Oh, of this the week, week, yeah, yeah. So uh, looking at between again the ninth to the fifteenth of August, and on the ninth of August. If I was to say Ole, oh, you would know whose birthday oh, it is. Don't get me started again. Yeah. One of my one of my faves. Um, I know we spoke. I think last week we spoke about Jet, but again, last ten fifteen years, Pab- Pablo, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Pablo brilliant. Gonzalez Canago, oh, what a player. Will be thirty eight on on the on the ninth. Um, still still playing. Yeah, well, funny enough, um, he's just signed for CD Choco in, in, in <laughs> yeah, you're Spain. Out, you? No, I'm not. I had to Google it, and um, I was a bit worried when I when I searched it, but no, it's fine. And um, it's a team that plays in the in the fourth tier Ooh, of Spanish okay. football. Yeah, I, th- I think their, their their league is fairly regional, and he came yeah. from one of I want to say their local rivals. But to be honest with you, my knowledge of the fourth tier of Spanish football is quite no, it's quite not, limited. But I'm he, he played for Alondras C, uh, CF. Um, but what a great player! Two hundred forty-three appearances, sixty-one goals, sixteenth highest goal scorer all time, and, and, and another one a bit like Tariq, a cult figure. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, you I know, had the, had the, you know, Ole Ole. You know, I, I just thought he's brilliant. One of the best finishers and one of one of the best players I've seen, um, or I have seen down there with his bit like. Oh, I can go back to like Eric Gates, but he's back to goal, so clever. Yeah, that he's receiving the ball and manipulating the ball. He's back to goal. Love Pablo. Fire, yeah, fire, really, still playing super fiery character. Oh, he, loved he, it. he tweeted last. Last week or a couple of weeks ago, about the twenty twenty third preseason that he's got. Um, so he, you know he's been around for and a didn't long hold time. back. But did the brilliant was with the blog or something about about Keane, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let let's move on. Oh, is that? Oh, hang on. Is there? Is there In a link? tenuous link? Tenuous link. Tenth of August, Go day on. after Roy Keane, <laughs> forty six. I mean, what you got to say about Roy Keane? Despite you know, we all know, yeah, it went horribly wrong as as, as manager, and he came. Yeah, big fan for what a footballer. Lots oh, of player. Great player. Oh. I mean, it, Mick, McCar- Mick McCarthy player, God. you know, who he'd want, and, and a midfielder who could um, weigh in with goals. Lots of player. Um, if, I was, if I was having to pick my best 11 players, he, he would be in that, in that oh, midfield. It, it, yeah, it'd be close. I mean, and you look at, I don't know, you, you see fantasy football on, yeah. a, on um, Sky Sports on a Friday and stuff like that. Yeah, anyone who's ever played with Roy King, a bit like Skulls, he's always in the team. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean, the, he, he he was born in Cork, and he was, you know, came came to Ipswich. I mean, let, let's be honest, you know, when we all go back to when he was first appointed, I think you know there was a great optimism at the club, and we thought, you know, all right, Jim Jilton harshly dealt with, you know, very much so. Um, you Is know, I think we were all shocked hindsight. that he was he was he was sacked, but yeah. you know, we had Marcus Evans, Simon Clegg had just come in, then we got Roy Keane. Um, we were then rebranded Roy Keane's Ipswich, but I think you know most people's season tickets. I think they sold two thousand in the first week that he was appointed in charge. Eighty-one games from April two thousand and nine to January two thousand and eleven, um, and got a record of one twenty-eight 
lost 28. Yeah, fairly level. Draw 25. Yeah, In fact, actually, I think he won 25. I think he won as many. So I think yeah, he won 25, lost 28 and drew, and drew 25. Just, just didn't happen, did it? And if such, you know, I'm, I remember speaking, I've got an American friend who's really keen. He's, he's, he's keen on all sports, loves British you know, football. And um, yeah, Roy Keane and stuff. He's Irish, so Irish American. Leo yeah. love Roy Keane. And I remember when Roy Keane was appointed. He said, "Oh, oh, oh, you'll be promoted next season. Then. Yeah. You're up. You're, if not next season, you, he'll get you up." And think, everyone thought that. I thought, "Yeah, well, Christ, you know, he's going to attract every every player under the sun." You know, and he did. Lee Martin, Thomas Brisket. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I, th- I think we could probably do a, a two hour podcast on on Roy Keane's time here, and 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 you could you could. Basically, just, track how it went badly, and we mentioned earlier about you know it, John Walt was leaving. I think ultimately it just wasn't a good yeah. fit. Yeah, Jordan Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I, th- I often think that one for Graham there. Just yeah. say it again, Jordan Rhodes. Jordan Rhodes. Graham. Yeah. Um, but I think you know with with Roy Keane, he got frustrated. I think he couldn't control his frustration that players were unable to do the yeah. what he pos- possibly thought were simple things. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think um, I, I totally agree. Yeah, it just didn't didn't reach his exacting. Um, yeah. Exacting, exact. But you know, kung, kung fu kicking the, the the tactics board and stuff like that. You know, you can imagine young players. I think Tommy Smith was was there. You know, still ha- still the best thing is the press conference with there was there was a guy from the Evening Star with his phone. Yeah, Mel <laughs> Henderson. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if he's Mel or one of them from the yeah, Evening Star. So, yeah. so you gonna you gonna turn it off? <laughs> no, <laughs> and it goes again. You, you sure you're not gonna turn it? No. Oh, it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's well well worth a Google. That oh, is. that one is 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 classic. So let let's wrap it up with a final birthday and the, David Johnson, Mark II, on the Again. on the fifteenth of August will be forty one. Forty one. Yeah, and um, well, man, they, yeah, God, sorry, born in Kingston, hundred and fifty eight appearances for us and sixty two goals. I mean, that's a phenomenal oh, goal scoring record. Fifteenth highest goal scorer of all time. Brilliant. Um, and went off to Forest. So unlucky, you know. He was he just he was one of these players that well, one of these players. The first year of the um, of the Premier after he won through the through the playoffs, he just needed a goal. And you know, if, if he'd have got off the mark with a goal, who's to say you wouldn't have had the season that Stewart ultimately yeah. had? You just can't. You, you you just don't know. But for one reason or another, um, didn't work out. And and oh, a couple of things about him, I remember. Do you remember he only really came because we were on the cusp. Literally two or three months before, in a close season of signing um, Phillips, That's Kevin right, Phillips, yeah, yeah. and but for like a Tony Vaughan Tribunal, ultimately went for like two million or just yeah. under, and we didn't stump up an extra hundred grand or something. He, to was, get sit- him. he was sitting in the car park, I think. Oh, right he was the there start, in the yeah. office, ready yeah. to go. So he went, but I mean, okay, we all know what happened to him in the season he had with Quinn and stuff on like top. Golden Boot winner and stuff like that, but what a player Johnson was for us. Yeah, I've got to say, looking back in hindsight, I'm I'm, I'm glad we got David yeah, Johnson. Yeah, gave us some great memories, oh. and you know that blue hair and the, uh, the playoff final, and brilliant, obviously, mate. but like you say, he got injured in that game, and um, you know, ultimately impacted. On, and he had that strange time in his career when he was looking at um, what international country he was, yeah, was going to play for. Yeah, was Jamaica, was, Scotland, yeah, Northern Ireland. I think he was. Well, I mean, it was everything Wales, going on. So he, yeah, I think he sort was of named just, in the squad. He sort of fell between. Everywhere, yeah. didn't he? I met him. What a top bloke he is as well. I, I was spoken about it before. I did this um, prostate cancer ride, not the one this year, but the London Amsterdam a couple of years ago, yeah. and he was on that. He is a top, top lad. Great, really, yeah. really lovely guy. Brilliant, brilliant. And he was he was living a dream at that time. I don't know if he still is, but at that time he was like um, European, one of the European scouts for Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if he's life's, still doing that. But tough, but yeah, top, no, a, top bloke, a great what player. A player. So. There you go. Happy birthday to all of those. So that that wraps it up for this week's stat. Any anything uh, anything more for us this week? 
I think we're talked out now. I think we're talked out. I think we're at the limit. I think, you know, if anything, Ben's going to be phoning us up saying, you know, <laughs> can you can you cut them a bit shorter? Kelly's going to be, yeah. going to be doing that. Yeah. See what I'm doing. Kelly. But now he, he's, he's let us take over the asylum, and I think, you know, that that's something that he's going to have to deal with now. Lunatics are yeah. taking over the asylum. Great track. Fun boy three. Um, well, out there, we hope you've all enjoyed it again. Again, I would say, um, if you remember any of the events we speak about, please um, let us have your suggestions and let us know on social media. At Blue Monday ITFC, I'm at, at David Diamond Three. Stat, you're at at Chomp X Three. Um, don't forget to hit follow on there and a like for us um, on Facebook.com/slash Blue Monday ITFC. Once again, I will say Ben will be here with the preview show on Friday. I'll be back on the flagship show with Ben next Monday, no doubt, featuring once again Statman's incredible stat of the week and with any luck we'll be back with more nostalgia this time next week so goodbye from me yeah take care everyone cheers It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.